Our scripture tonight comes from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. So good to be here with you all tonight. As we gather here on this Christmas Eve, the time has finally come, the time for us to gather together. And tonight we join with centuries of Christ followers who have gathered together to celebrate and to remember the birth of Jesus. I know for many of us, the past few weeks have been hectic as we've prepared for this night and done all the things that need to happen. And so tonight, let's take a moment and pause and just be reminded of the things and of the blessings that we receive from God through Christmas. As we allow ourselves to receive the hope and the peace, the joy and the love that we remember in the Advent season and that we also remember that, that God brings to us through Jesus, His Son. Tonight's about Him. Tonight's about Jesus who brings us and who is the heart of Christmas and is our focus of our celebration together. Tonight I want to invite you to spend some time and to take a moment to think about um, special memories for you of Christmas's past. Maybe it's with your grandparents or your family or maybe with your own children or grandchildren. I want to invite you to take a moment and think about the Christmases that come to mind when you think about those ones. When I think about my own, I shared one in the, the other service, but my childhood Christmas was always a road trip to Roswell from Las Cruces. Uh, my mom's parents lived in Roswell until 2007, and my dad's siblings still live in Roswell, so Christmas for us was always loading in the van and driving to Roswell. The goal was always the 8 p.m. service at the First Methodist Church there for Christmas Eve because um, my grandmother sang in the choir and my grandfather ushered. So if we were going to see him at church, it had to be the 8 p.m. service. Um, our goal was always to make the 8 p.m. service. Uh, some years we would leave in plenty of time. And we'd get there and we'd even get to see my grandparents before they left for church, before church. Other times we'd pull in, have enough time to throw stuff in the fridge, throw the dog in the backyard, change clothes really fast, and, and get going uh, to church. And there were a few years that we didn't make it at all. Um, but we did get to see the, the luminarias in Tularosa. So there's a picture of the, the Catholic Church uh, in Tularosa. They line the highway tonight, and they start lining them, and it's pretty neat, the, the entire town there. Uh, when we got to my grandparents, it was always a familiar scene. Uh, my grandfather's multicolored, you know, the big C9 bulbs that everyone had on their house. Uh, then he had the, the net light along the tree and along the porch. Uh, when we got inside, that's my grandparents' house. They don't live there anymore. That's whoever bought it, so I hope they're okay with that. Um, 
I found it on Google Maps. What can't you look up on Google Maps, right? Um, that is their house, though. And so uh, there used to be a tree out front, but the, the shrubs always had, you know, the net lights over them, and there was always the multicolored lights over. And then when you'd go inside, and there'd be the pretty Christmas tree that my grandmother had. And uh, you'd look at her dining room table, and she was a planner, and so she had handwritten cards for when we got back from church where everything would go on the table for dinner. So if we were having pimento cheese, you knew we were having pimento cheese because it said it when we were able to look. If we were having turkey or tamales or whatever it was, we knew what we were eating before she even got back from church. Um, and we always had to make sure that the German chocolate cake was there because she always made that and there was always a spot for that. Uh, to cap it off, and the one other thing that, that I'm laughing and thinking about is some of you re may remember this Santa Claus. You know, the one from the 1950s that was fine until you turned the motor on and his rang the bell and his eyes glowed like he was straight out of the pits of you-know-where. Um, in fact, my mom still has that Santa, and I took a picture of him with the lights off a few years ago when we were home, and he popped up on my Facebook memories this last week, and I looked at it and I thought, maybe I'm not ever going to share that picture again. Because um, it was not... It's, you can't love Santa after that. Okay, so, um, so following dinner, my, my parents, my grandparents were Christmas Eve opening presents, grandparents. So like Missy, we opened everything on Christmas Eve, everything. And then, you know, and then the next morning we had a few gifts, but uh, so we would do everything on Christmas Eve. And then the next day we would wake up, we'd eat a nice lunch, and then we'd go to my dad's, uh, my dad's sister's um, he had other family in Roswell and stuff, and, uh, and that's what we do. And so when I always think of Christmas of my childhood, I think of that. Because, you know, in, in, until Mindy and I got married, was I 22 when we got married? Yeah. So my first 21 Christmases were at the house in Roswell at my grandparents' church. Um, but I think, I, I hope we all have good memories of Christmas that we can think of. Maybe it's snow, maybe it's other things that happen. Maybe it's grandparents or people that, parents that are no longer with us. Siblings, cousins, children, grandchildren, friends, others who are dear to you. You know, I think there's also probably some Christmas memories that uh, are not the greatest. I know many of you, uh, if you served in the military, you spent a Christmas on deployment. Or many Christmases on deployment. Or maybe someone was hospitalized, or maybe there was a different memory that, uh, you know, that didn't make that Christmas special, as special as it could have been. But I want to tell you that I think that the thing that we need to see first tonight is that the heart of Christmas and us receiving Jesus has nothing to do with us. So it doesn't matter what you think about it. It doesn't matter how you felt about it. God sent his son anyway. Because the heart of Christmas is all about God and all about Jesus Christ. And so tonight I want to invite you to think a little bit about how the heart of God is revealed in sending of his son Jesus. We've read a scripture tonight from Matthew's gospel, and Matthew tells us a wonderful story of, of God's grace and of God's love. Matthew tells us a story that, that points our eyes to the fact that sending of Jesus was no accident, that God did it on purpose, meaning it was all part of God's plan. It was all part of, of God's original intent to come to us in the person of Jesus. 
We often read it in accompaniment with the Gospel of Luke. You know, Luke tells us an important part of the story as well. Luke tells us about Mary and the visit that she received from the angel Gabriel. Uh, Luke run, Gabriel comes to Mary and tells her that she will be born, she will um, carry a child and it will be of the Holy Spirit, it will be the Son of God. Um, and then Luke gives us the, the reference of Caesar Augustus and the census and everything else. Uh, Luke tells us of Mary and Joseph not finding the accommodations. And Luke tells us of the shepherds. But tonight, Matthew tells us the rest of the story. Because Matthew writes these words for people that, um, that I think already know the story, especially he's writing to those that are Old Testament, they're Jewish, and so uh, he's, he's pointing and connecting with them what is happening in the person of Jesus and, and what is connected to the Old Testament, whether it's the prophet Isaiah or the Psalms or anything else. Because Matthew wants to see who Jesus is. He wants us to see and to hear that Jesus is the fulfillment of God's word, the fulfillment of God's promise, the fulfillment of the Old Testament. And so we can't skip it. Because Matthew brings us this equally real struggle that we read about as Joseph has learned of Mary's uh, pregnancy. And Joseph decides what, what needs to happen. Does he take Mary to be his wife? Does he break it off and quietly end their engagement? Does, uh, you know, we wouldn't know of, of the angel's appearance to Joseph in a dream to confirm to him the words that Mary had shared with him, if not for Matthew. Because Matthew writes this, that the angel says, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. You will give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. You know, the world gives Christmas so many different messages, so many different other meanings. The world makes Christmas about so many other things, about gifts and presents, caroling and concerts, parties and gatherings, shopping and wrapping. Add to that, um, you know, the, the end of the year things that have to happen and the beginning of the year things that have to start when the new year rolls over in just a week. It's easy for us to overlook the real reason of what tonight is. But as Christians, as followers of Jesus, we can do all of the other things that make this season special. But we do them with an eye and with a focus on what is important and on who is important, and that's Jesus who Matthew writes, who, be, who came so that he would save his people from their sins. See, friends, Matthew gives us the why. He gives us the why Jesus came. He tells us the promise of Christmas. He tells us in Jesus, God comes to save us from our sins. And so tonight we celebrate because of the one who was born in Bethlehem, because of the child who, who was born in Bethlehem in order to accomplish this great plan, which so, so that God could forgive us our sins. And so we come to the manger, not with Luke, along the road from Nazareth to Bethlehem with Mary and Joseph. 
But Matthew kind of takes us to the manger from the back door. Matthew wants us to look and to see, and he's looking at, at what has already happened in Jesus' life and what is the significance of Jesus and why is all of this important. Because Matthew wants us to see that everything that had happened is what makes tonight significant. Meaning he's looking at Jesus and saying that Jesus is important. That without Jerusalem, without the tomb, without the cross, without the Garden of Gethsemane, the upper room, without the man who went to each of these places, who faced betrayal and trial and crucifixion and death and resurrection, without Jesus coming to save his people from his sins, tonight wouldn't mean anything. Because tonight is important. Because Jesus is the Word made flesh, the incarnation, God who comes to walk among us, Jesus who is both fully divine and fully human, Jesus who take it, took it upon himself to, to receive the weight of all the sin of the world so that he became the payment for our sins. Friends, that's the heart of Christmas. The heart of Christmas is the gift of Jesus. For it's only through Jesus that you can find hope, peace, joy, and love. It's only through Jesus that we are able to find God. And it's through Jesus that this night we receive the very same gift that was offered over 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem. Because Jesus is the heart of Christmas.